It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. And I'll tell you what is good stuff. Eagles getting to 5-0. and And uh, the Eagles head coach, Gers Nick Sirianni, joins us on a weekly basis, typically on, uh, on Tuesday. And let's welcome the Eagles head coach. Of course, it was a very, 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 very tough night last night in Philadelphia sports uh, with the Phillies loss. But uh, hope, is, hope is still there. And let's talk to the Eagles head coach, Nick Sirianni. Good morning, Nick. Hey, good morning, guys. How about how y'all doing? We're doing all Great, right. Nick. Trying to pick out the pieces on the Phillies last night. You know how it goes. You know, Nick, before we even get to that, let me say this to you. Um, God bless your family, man. I mean, we, we heard you what you said Sunday after the game about your father. We heard what you said yesterday in the press conference about your father, uh, publicly, you know, willing to, to share some of the realities that he's dealt with and your family's dealt with. And I'll say this, it sounds like your father is, is obviously an extremely, extremely special person. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I appreciate you saying that. Um, yeah, he is, uh, shoot. You you learn from, from great people and I've learned from him. So uh tough dude and uh he's he's fought through every step of the way and you know we're we're one of the lucky families that can see the light at the end of the tunnel of the of a long road with that with cancer and hopefully that inspires other people um that are going through it right now good excellent nick let's get to the eagles in a moment but let me just ask you football coach monday preparing for a game on sunday did you get a chance to peek in on the phillies last night you know, we, we there's TVs all in our our meeting room, so of course we had it on in the background, and we're we're cheering them on, um, you know, as as it went along. So, uh, you know, we were completely locked into what we were doing, but you know, baseball's got enough uh, downtime where you can be talking about a play, yeah. pause and and pause yourself, and then look at uh, watch uh, the pitch. And we were we were into the game uh, yesterday, and look forward to continue watching them. Uh, as they as they continue their journey. Nick Sirianni here with us. All right, Nick, let's get to the Rams game and, and your squad. Um, I take notes during the game, not too many, as I don't want to get too bogged down, but I take some notes. And one of the things I wrote in the third quarter on Sunday was the following. I wrote, Nick Sirianni teams have a remarkable ability to take control of a game. Now, obviously not always, and, and certainly talent helps you do that a lot, but it reminds me a lot of Floyd Mayweather. Methodical. Methodical. Mm. Can you describe how you and your squad have developed this incredible tendency, it seems, to feel out a game, feel out an opponent, and often take control of it as you go? Yeah, yeah. First and foremost, it starts as, it starts with our players. You know, the the type of players that we have, the the character of guys we have, our culture, right? Of you know, one play at a time. Um, so that all play that all plays into it. Um, you you know, it's coaches making adjustments throughout the game right it's the players helping the coaches make adjustments throughout the game 
because we have these these phenomenal players that aren't only high level football players but high level football IQ guys right that are able to like we're not out there like we're seeing what's happening but they're able to give us a you know a point of view from what's happening out on the field um and what they're feeling and what they're seeing so that communications the a uh, very key and then it's and and then it's just the like you said methodical you know uh, approach to our process you know of what you know, what we do on a daily basis and, and growing on a daily basis. Um, and so you're in, in the practice habits that we have. So you're ready for those, those scenarios. You know, Michael Jordan talked a lot about like, Hey, I'm going to go and Kobe Bryant, I'm going to go as hard as I possibly can and practice and, and put myself in uncomfortable situations in practice. Um, in attempts to make the game easier. Well, we, we, we test those guys in practice. They test themselves by competing hard uh, against each other. And so it's, it all, it all goes back to the entire process that you have. And, and then the type of players that you have. Was this team more emotional on the sideline in this one? It seemed like there was a lot going on maybe we just saw a lot more of it on the TV copy, Nick, but uh, did you feel like there was just a higher level of, I, I don't know, raw nerves going on <laughs> I, and is know, that a concern people, moving forward no i i think this game is full of emotion um as long as you can control that emotion from one play to the next right football also has this, these breaks in it right and so there's breaks in it within you know offense going to defense and um and there's breaks in it from the 42nd clock right and so you have you have some some moments to be emotional um, as long as you can channel that and then go back to you know the next play mentality um, I'd like to say this like okay well there we had some emotional moments in that game well I'm emotional like so I'm, a, I'm a, you know and I understand that when our players are going to be emotional it's a, it's an emotional game and I just think as long as the emotion doesn't carry over from play to play to play um, emotion's a good thing. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be challenging, right? It's supposed to like, I, I talk a lot about, uh, our culture here in the sense of you can have great relationships, have a ton of fun and still be highly, highly demanding. And so that's what that is. Some of the emotion is having a ton of fun. Some of the emotion is, Hey, we're being demanding as coaches, as players, right. Of, of each other. We expect a lot out of each other. And, and so, but is just go to the next play after that. And so I think that's healthy. I think that's good. I want that as our culture um, is in the Philadelphia Eagles. So I love that. Uh, I love that. And, uh, you know, again, it's all in the attempts of getting better. It's all in the attempts of enjoying ourselves. We're out here and it's, all, you know, the demanding part about getting better. Nick, you, you mentioned adjustments. You, you mentioned culture. How this is such a unique situation with Bradley Roby uh, because it, in my mind he was a big part of the adjustments in the second half for the defense and here's a guy who just entered our culture you know you, you talk about connecting all the time how in the world could 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 you be connected enough with Bradley Roby after just five days here in Philadelphia to trust him to that degree and and how do you just could you flesh out that whole unique situation yeah sure you know again this the culture here because of the guys that we have is contagious right and so you feel it right away you feel the energy you feel the 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 fun that we have you feel the the demand that we have and everything right away and so 
you know, he's been on good teams. He's won a Super Bowl, right? And so he, you know, he's been on really good defenses. So he knows what that that's like. But that goes to the to the player. And again, are we fully connected? No, we've only known him for five days, right? Um, but he, uh, you know, I know the guys have worked hard to already get in there and and get to know him. I mean, this isn't the first time that's happened. I mean, if you think back to last year, we signed Cam Dicker. Uh, to a, a contract, and next thing you know, everyone's lifting him up yeah. uh, on their shoulders because uh, he went, hits the game-winning kick, right? Dicker um, kicker. Y- y- yeah, right. Uh, you know, same thing when we brought uh, Linvell and, and Sue in here last year. Like it just there's an it's just a special group of guys. Um, again, are we completely there with with uh, Roby as far as you know being completely connected? No, we're we're, we're going to that's a work in progress. We're always working on on that. Um, you know, are you connected it, enough to know that he has sort of solidified the slot? Well, and we, we don't have to make that decision right now. You know, he's, he did a nice job in the game. He's still working himself into to play shape. We got mm-hmm. some other good options there that, that we like, you know, Sydney, Sydney, uh, Brown was out last week and, you know, we'll see, we'll see how that goes, but we definitely like the, the, uh, experience that he gives us and, you know, we'll continue to work, uh, and, and he's going to be a big part of what we what we do. And we'll just see how the the rest of the uh, the week plays out uh, heading into this week. Hey, everyone! This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Nick Sirianni with us as he is on a weekly basis brought to us by Bud Light. Make sure you join Ava Graham and Delco this Sunday at uh, JT Brewski's for a Bud Light Eagles pregame party. Win tickets to the next Eagles home game and sign merchandise as well. Of course, that again is uh, is this Sunday. Nick, let's talk Man, about that. Sounds like a good time. It does. You, you busy <laughs> yeah, that? Day? You busy shoot. that day? You want to? I have not been to that, but shoot, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, I just, I prefer yeah, you know. Add an extra. Pro- well, I'm just adding an extra promotion into it. <laughs> <laughs> JT Brewskis, Sirianni's there on Sunday. No, Man, just, I want to go to JT Brewskis. <laughs> there you go. All right, so so Nick, let's let's get to the the use of the running backs, and it really struck me after the last game, and I I kind of added it up across the team and the league. DeAndre Swift is amongst the league leaders in touches. Now, this comes after last year. My opinion, you might disagree, but I thought Miles Sanders wore down in the postseason and it affected his postseason performance. I'm curious, when you hear these numbers, Swift, 91 touches, Gainwell, 47, Boston Scott, 7, Rashad Penny, 4. Do you think that there is a chance you are overusing Swift and might need to dial it back to keep him fresh for the long haul? Yeah, you know, it's 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 uh that's a that's a valid point, you know. Um we we think a lot about that and think a lot about the touches. I know Kenny's getting a lot of work. I thought Kenny Gainwell actually played an outstanding game the other day. It's an unsung um it kind of not always go uh that was noticed, right? His protections, um his physicality. Um I don't know if you go back and watch that tape. He did a lot of things to to disrupt um, you know, the offensive line obviously did their job on Aaron Donald, um, preventing him to get to the quarterback in the pass game. But Kenny was there um, just kind of being around him the entire time, too, and being kind of a pest to him. And, uh, you know, so I thought that was really good. Um, as far as DeAndre goes, you know, we're trying to get him touches, right, both in the run game and in the pass game. 
Um, but we also understand that we want to be able to spread it around just like we do as a, as a wide receiver group and a tight end group. Uh, we also want to do that with the, uh, with the run game as well, but we will ride the, we will ride the hot hand. Um, and, and Deandre's had the hot hand. Um, that's just the way it's been. And if Kenny gets a high hand, we'll ride his hand. Right. And if, if Boston gets a high hand, we'll ride that hand. Right. And so, um, that goes in, that goes in ebbs and flows and, and, and Deandre's just been playing really well and we want to give him touches. Um, you know, I think what we think a lot about is how we, you know, preserve the guys throughout the entire season isn't just a game day decision. Um, I, I think that your, your, your uh, question is very valid, um, but it's also what we do with them in practice. And then, and hey, when is the time to walk through? Because the guys are, um, are hurting a little bit. When is the time to give them Monday off? you know, to make sure that they're resting. When's the time to start later in the, in the week? When's the, when's the time to pull back and, and cut their reps in practice? Um, all, not only as a group, as a team, but also as individuals. Everybody has an individualized, individualized plan. And so we're thinking a lot about that Monday through Saturday. Um, so we're able to, to go all out and do what we need to do to win every game on Sunday. Um, and so you know, which is, which is, yeah, you guys, you guys aren't going to be able to see that because, you know, as, as far as that goes, you're just going to see Sunday and that's, and that's okay. But that's why you asked me the question. And so, um, and that's, so that's a, a thing that's managed consistently Monday through Saturday, everybody in our, in our strength and conditioning staff and our training staff um, does an excellent job. I'm, hey, I'm not the expert at this, right? And so it's my job to, to be able to listen to the experts at this and sort out what's best for the team and what's best for each individual guy um, throughout the week of practice to make sure that we do our, give, our, give us a be- our best chance to have these guys healthy. And listen, you all know, I mean, injuries happen sometimes because of overwork, but a lot of times they happen um, because of, of just freak accidents. And so, um, so if you're lucky enough, you're, you're hoping you're doing the right things Monday through Saturday um, to give your guys the best chance to stay healthy. Nick, uh, you've said that two out of five in the red zone is not good enough. Uh, you've said a big part of the problem in the red zone production is early down production. Why are the early downs underproducing, and how do you fix first and second down so we're in third and more manageable? Yeah, no doubt. You know, because th- that's exactly how it is in the field too. It just everything shrinks, right? I think about how many times, you know, I think this this brotherly shove play is getting so much play because we're in third and one so much. We're in fourth and one so much. Like it's not, you know, I think that's where this is getting hyped up a little bit is like, man, why the Eagles are doing this better than everybody else and they're doing it a lot. Why? Well, because we're in third and one a lot. We're in fourth and one a lot. Um and so it's, it's where we need to get to in the red zone so we can utilize that play or utilize whatever play we need necessary uh, to continue the drive. And so there's, a, there's never – it's always a combination of things, right? Where you're going to – and you're, when you're in this growth mindset, everyone's got to look in the mirror first and say, what am I doing that's contributing to this? And so this is, a, this is accountability, right? And, and all our guys are looking in the mirror, starting with us as coaches and saying, man, I, did we – you know, I think we we talked a lot last week about the the third and eight car or eleven car, whatever it was, where we ran it right. In that particular case, it's not always about just what the play call is at the time. You know, sometimes that's part of it, right? So sometimes it's what the call was on third and eight or what the call was on third and eleven. 
but also what the, the plan is throughout the week, right? Is like, hey, did we put our guys in the best possible spots, you know, not just on this third down call, but in as far as scheme goes, right? And so we're going to want a couple scheme calls back that we didn't we didn't love as we as we looked at it um from the game we're going to want a couple calls back from the you know the down and distance calls hey what did you call on first and 10 what did you call on third and eight whatever it was and then there's there's an execution uh, part of it as well and so you know when you're when you're not doing well in a, a specific area you're always searching to see exactly what it is but i think what what you know what it's been is just the combination of you know we got to put the guys in positions to succeed um, just how I explained it right there, we got to execute a little bit better. Um, you know, we're working like crazy to make sure we fix that because, and, and give some credit to the defense too, right? I mean, it's not, they're professionals as well and doing a good job and having a good plans there as well and changing some schemes up, you know, that, that happens at times too, where the, the schemes change a little bit, um, obviously, but, you know, we're working like crazy to get it because we know like, Hey, like, that that could have been a lot different of a game, right? Um, if if we finish those red zone, uh, red zone plays, um, sure. you know, look. And so, you know, we're working like crazy to do that. Uh, you know, we'll we'll spend a lot of time on it. We've already spent time on it even before, you know, our red zone day of game planning as coaches, um, just because we know we got to get it fixed. Yeah, Nick. Final thing here: um, when you throw that headset down, like you did after the the Quest play, does it ever break? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. How Brady, many you think uh, you broke? I don't. So then it's equipment. I, I, you know sudden what? change. I, I know I, sudden change. Someone I, bring me something here. It is, it is a sudden change. I got to maybe take Kevin Petullo's headset or something. I don't. I got to get somebody's headset if it does that. Um, you know, I, I don't. I can't. I can't give you a number. Do I lead the league in broken headsets? Maybe. I may. I might. Did you ever think, uh, Nick? But what, I can't what, remember the last time I've had one. It go. didn't break this week. I'll tell you that. Good man. Would you ever think what, what? What did the headset do to me? Just think about the headset the next time. <laughs> there, there is a great picture that I have at my house of my dad screaming and yelling. I don't know who he's yelling at. It's 1970s. He's got. He's got a Fu Manchu. He's got these long sideburns. He's got plaid pants on. He's got the Southwestern Trojans football shirt, and the headset's laying on the ground. All right, so like, I learned it from somewhere, and obviously, I learned it from him. There you go. Well, that's a good yeah. person to learn from. Nick, congratulations on five yeah. and zero. Good luck versus the Jets on Sunday. We look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. All right, there Thanks, he is, Nick. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni. All right.